you'll be happy to know that I have. They can't refuse because of the implication. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Giving the people what they right, want. Perfect. We finally got it. They can't refuse. Right. Because of the implications. Listen to this podcast because of the implications. Goddamn right. Did you see that uh, Chris finally got to our reference that we made to him of him uh, like six months ago? <laughs> no. <laughs> he he just he left us a comment on the Giraffes Have Black Tongues Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he said that you were absolutely right. I finally got to it seven months later. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah. It's your precognition ability. I mean that's that's what we do this for for eight months down the road, uh Chris Burning Jokes. Yeah. And he'll he'll probably hear this episode in another six months or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, give it some time. Yeah, then we'll uh, then we'll talk about him again. Oh man, so so I watched that copy this morning. Have you checked it out at all? No, okay, <laughs> I, so, looked, I didn't look at it. So it like if it just came out yesterday, so maybe it was like the very first copy available. Yeah, but holy shit, the quality is not even like in the ballpark of decent. Like, so there's, like, this <laughs> really? weird, like, rustling noise the entire fucking time. And it's so distracting oh, and so annoying that, like, 20 minutes into it, I'm like, all right, dude, this isn't worth it. I think I'm going to quit. And I was like, no, no, I'll, I'll just keep playing in the background. I'll, I'll try to pay attention. But, oh, my fucking God. And then, like, there's, like, nine <laughs> different times that someone, I don't, who the fuck goes to a movie theater with their cell phone ringer turned on? Like, nine different times oh. this happens. Was there Chinese subtitles? Yeah. Yeah, that's China, or, dude. Welcome to the fucking movie going experience in China. It was. <laughs> they went they went insane. to the poor people theater. Yeah, that's they didn't why go I don't to that go to the poor people like theater you. anymore. You've learned. Yeah. You need, I to start, you need to start being the one to bootleg me, son. I know, I'll go to the fucking VIP fucking uh movie theaters to bootleg my <laughs> Spider Man movies. Dude, that that From theater is insane, dude. It is <laughs> what? Just make sure. All right, I'll yeah. I'll take a look next time. Okay, but it's annoying as shit. Yeah, I I, I hate the fucking people, who, the fucking bumpkins who go to movies here. Dude, it's crazy. They like have no respect for other people's <laughs> expensive ass movie tickets that they paid for, and like. But yeah, I don't know how the fuck they can sit there and take that, man. Like immediately the first time, oh, I, I was know. like, "Oh fuck, this person, whoever he is, I hope he has cancer and dies instantly." Yeah. Like, yeah. and then it happens like eight more times, and I'm like, "God damn it! Yeah. I want to punch you in your fucking throat and kill you myself through this fucking bootleg screen I'm watching." I'm I'm kind of glad that uh, you've had this experience now because that's how I felt. I don't know <laughs> Go to the, the expensive theater, dude. I don't know how the fuck everyone else in there didn't just like swarm on him and stomp a hole in him like i would have killed this person in real life like that was un unnecessary yeah. like who the oh i know put it on vibrate how hard is that what the fuck i know i know it's crazy man the people just have no awareness of like what's going on around them fucking rude yeah but the Jerks. uh the richer people have a little bit more uh respect about that like they put their phones away at the rich theater this theater was amazing. Like it was, it was fucking enormous. The screen is like two or three stories tall, and like, and the the theater itself is like really, really big. But the perspective is really weird. 
so you like walk up the stairs to our seats we're about like halfway up and it's like oh that wasn't that many stairs um but then like you watch people coming in the same door you came in they look like ants like it's fucking crazy it's amazing dude i love this Hmm. big theater and but they have a love seats in the theater too we we found out we went in there and then there were these two dudes who came in and they're sitting in the love seats together which is a I like if you and I saw a movie together, there's a 100% chance that I would not pick a love seat. Uh, Even if we were gay lovers, I would still not pick the love seat. It's just too gay, even for like gay men, I think. I mean, if it's more comfortable than like the theater seats, then why the fuck not? Well, we were thinking about moving up and getting one. You know, they they have like assigned seats, so you like pick your seats at first. We didn't know about the love seat. Oh, that's weird. But, um, well, yeah, it's like normal in Asia for some reason. I kind of hate it, but yeah, I'd rather just go in and figure it out when I get there. Oh, well, well, if it was like the premiere night, maybe those were the only two left then. No, there was a plenty a of room in the theater, Dave. Just hanging out on a love seat, you know. No, Dave, I went to the most expensive some stones. Uh, place. This, this, this theater was, was not even like an eighth full. It was, it was great. Um, plus it was like a Monday. I mean, that's no, like it was amazing. For like, yeah. uh, Sony, but I don't give a shit about Sony. Premier, I only care about me. On premiere night, they didn't even come close to half selling out. That's, that's not, you gotta, ideal. you gotta remember this, this is the, uh, this is a Monday afternoon that I'm seeing this movie. And, uh, this is the most expensive theater. Um, if I go to the poor people theater, then yeah, I'm sure it's packed full. It's always fucking is. But uh, the rich theater, that's why I go there, is because there's less people uh, that go there. Yeah, because only you upper class citizens can afford it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, people don't use their phones there either. So, you know, you, you, you now know why I need to do this now. That is smart, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. And I guess for those listening, we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. We're going to talk about that after the credits today, so uh, stay tuned for that if you uh, don't want it. Um, or I if definitely you don't care about spoilers, rather. I'm not talking about yeah, a bootleg yeah. copy I watched. Dave, Dave flew into China Donnie, for all these rude Donnie's, uh, homeland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, anyway. Can I hit it now? Okay, you want me to do the introduction? Sure. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics, the podcast where we talk about all all new, all different, all new, all different, non-bootlegged podcast where we talk about comic books. I'm Donnie, and I'm Dave. Today, we are talking about Dead Man Logan, Volume 1, Sins of the Father, The Boys, Volume 1, The Name of the Game, uh, Legion, Season 3, Episode 1. And at the very, very end, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. For all of you live streaming this with us right now, Friday at midnight, if you plan on going to see it later on this afternoon, or if you're at the theater this second and you're just listening to this during the trailers and shit, we're going to like warn you ahead of time before we ruin the entire movie for everyone. Yeah. Because, you know, we're considered dudes. 
Dave and I have a certain disagreement. We found out about a certain casting decision, which we'll uh, save for later. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into it here. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about our comics. Uh, speaking of old men with gray hair who are kind of balding and <laughs> dying or are dead yeah. already, old man, dead man Logan. Boom. Yeah, fuck yeah. Dead man Logan. Boom. Yeah. What'd you think of Dead Man Logan? Uh, it was okay. Considering yeah. what it was and who it was starring and about. Well, yeah, Logan. That's, a, I mean, that's why it was so good. I mean, no. Like, the supporting cast and the character are cameos. That is what saved this book, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of them. The one I want to know about is Glob. What the fuck is up with Glob? That's just what he looks like. He's a mutant. What's his, what's like his power? People. I know, but what's his power? I don't know what his power is. Like, I, I he's in okay. every issue as like a, a background character for the most part, unless it's like a, a kid team uh, issue. Okay, so hold on one second. I'll pull up Wikipedia and see what uh, he is. Like, I yeah, don't think he has fine. super strength or anything. I think he's just like yeah, he just like has translucent skin and like. Yeah. You can see his skeleton I mean, not skeleton all, not and all eyes mutants and have actual powers. Some of them are just like, uh, they look different. Like beak. Hmm. <laughs> so is his power just that he has a beak? Yeah, that is it. <laughs> cool. Alright, so he's just difficult to harm. His, he oh. absorbs physical attacks and he doesn't feel pain from them. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. All right, the other supporting cast, I thought we were going to see uh, Old Man Hawkeye, but this is actually Young Man Hawkeye. Well, in there. Uh, we, we got like a, 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 a huge nod and like a wink and a smile and like a, a preview of it because like they both go to the wasteland where they're both from in those Old Man series. Yeah. So that, was, that was cute. Well done. Yeah, sure. I like, I like that. I like Hawkeye sure. being in there as like his sidekick supporting character. Oh, yeah. Nobody gives Hawkeye respect, though. How did you feel they about really that? They really don't. Man, that was, that yeah. was some shit. Fuck, fuck everyone in Marvel. Yeah. How dare that, those uh, X-Men. That lady at the, whatever the fuck, they're, they're the mental hospital was like, oh, I know Stingray, but I don't know you. Who's Stingray? I don't <laughs> even know Stingray. <laughs> He's just one of the shittiest, like, random Avengers. He's actually in oh. the newest, uh, or the second Marvel Lego game. For some reason, because they have to fill out a oh. roster and they couldn't use X-Men and, like, good characters in it. So they had Stingray as a character you could unlock in it. Oh, that's cool. Stingray. Yeah. Stingray. Shout out. I was looking at that game today, actually, because it was on sale on the Switch shop and they had all the, like, a shitload of DLC, too. And one of the DLCs was Cloak and Dagger. So you might yeah. want to get that game, actually. Oh, I've beaten that game. Oh, okay. How is it? I mean, I find those lego games fun especially like this comic book character ones like the all the marvel and dc ones like this one is yeah. by far the shittiest one just because this is when they were still crying about not being able to profit off of uh x-men so oh. they were just being cunty about it so they cut them out of like all their games and shit for a couple of years but this is oh, before yeah. they okay. bought fox and bought them all back so future lego games should be way better okay all right I mean, if you if you find those games fun, it's definitely worth checking out. I played the first one. I thought it was all right. I don't know. I might get it on. It's on sale, but I'm I'm like behind on all these 
fucking on sale games I picked up in the past couple months. But uh, anyway, uh, this is called Dead Man Logan because Logan is given a year to live because of what adamantium poisoning and plus some other shit or whatever. And he keeps His taking this drug. Powers have stopped working, so he's been like taking like a HGH cocktail of like yeah. Of basically, I guess his mutant ability somehow. Yeah, of, yeah. of comic book bullshit is what is what it yeah, is called yeah, well, scientifically. Yes, he's been taking a shot of <laughs> comic book bullshit every day or whenever he has to go into a big fight, uh, so his regeneration powers will work. And dude, last week I was uh, cutting up some food, preparing some some uh, lunches and and shit like that for the week, and I I cut my my thumb. And I really want this fucking regenerating uh, comic book bullshit shot because I've had to bandage it up for a week now and it's still healing and it's mm. fucking bullshit, man. Like I understand, I understand this. I, I sympathize with old man Logan just because of this slicing my fucking finger open. It fucking sucks, man. I get it. Yeah. I don't care how fucking many meal prep. I don't. Yeah. Right. I don't care how many fucking, uh, years or months that takes off my life i want it just fucking make this stupid well, thing no, go no, away that isn't what's killing him he's Wolver as we as we discussed last week like yeah. wolverine is full of adamantium which is like a poisonous metal and that is what is killing him is poisoning from his he's being poisoned from his own bone structure basically yeah because his, his regeneration has stopped working for him right well, the other thing is, too, is that one of Old Man Logan's hands appears to be made of bone, and he has bone claws. How do you explain that? Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> like, you were saying... I, I did see that, because, yeah, they, they yeah. made it, like, super... They, they did a job of, uh, like, drawing attention to it. So I don't oh, know yeah. what the fuck they the had bone lots of x-rays. is. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And I was thinking... Um, what about Marvel versus Capcom two? They had Boneclaw Wolverine as a character. Cause that's so like I think that thing they do for him forever. They always show him in the Boneclaw version. I don't know where that yeah, character why... comes from, though. Is what I'm saying. I don't know that dumb yeah, backstory right. for that bullshit. Who knows? It is not a mutant right. power having the claws. That is a fact. Okay. Well, whatever his origin is, uh, what he's doing now is he's trying to look for Mysterio to kill him because Mysterio in his timeline caused him to kill all the X-Men and all that shit by uh, his illusions and stuff. Uh, Mysterio, who we'll be talking about again later on in the podcast, I'm sure. Spoiler. Yes. Well, yeah. So Mysterio is recruited by Neo Hydra. Yeah. Which was what is Neo Hydra. Why is it no longer just regular Hydra? That's weird. Is it because Red Skull is dead? That's my assumption, but I don't know for sure why they're calling themselves Neo. Well, they also have Neo-Nazis. Yeah. That is a thing. Yeah, it's like post-World War II is Neo-Nazis, so I guess that means post-World War comic books or whatever. I don't know. So Post-Red Skull. I yeah, think. that's what I'm guessing. Because Red Skull was a Nazi, so I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. I guess Hydra Hydra is basically just Nazis. It is, it's just Marvel Nazis is what it is. Yeah. But Red Skull's daughter is the one Sin. who is... Yeah, Sin. 
Um, and she really likes the color red too. She has like red hair. She's wearing red dress, red lipsticks. So she, she really likes that red thing. I guess that's what she inherited is the red style from her father's red yeah, face. It's passed down. Yeah. It's hereditary. Yeah. Her yeah. love of that color red. Yeah. Red <laughs> exactly. color schemes. Yeah. All right. So she's fucking crossbones now. That's cool. Oh yeah. Mysterio had a really good line about crossbones he said i'm the needed component you low rent non-john bernthal punisher he said that exactly what he said yeah he said that verbatim he was the best punisher yeah exactly on non-john bernthal yeah right (laughs) oh oh yeah and there's another point in this where they were talking about how they should ask the x-men for help and i think it was i think it was tony stark who said this but he said like well, the X-Men, nobody trusts the X-Men. Is it, is that racist? I feel like it's racist. Intolerant. Well, okay. I guess it's kind of racist. Okay. No, yeah, those goddamn racist, movies. It has to be against a specific like ethnicity. But well, mutants are from every single various... Eth- they're from all ethnicities. So yeah, but mutants are always used... Specific vision of people of all groups yeah but mutants are always used bigotry it's not racism it's not a race it's still like shitting on a group of people just because they're different though they always they always use that uh racism like analogy yeah all right fine it's bigotry so iron man is a bigot is what we found yeah well everyone knows that fuck tony sark yeah what what else about this book do you got? So, Anything else? Very first note when the Avengers first pop up. And it's like yeah. the shittiest of like Avengers units I've ever seen. It's Captain America, <laughs> Iron Man. It's the Rob, uh, Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider. And then yeah. it's She-Hulk. And it's like, my first note is, holy shit, She-Hulk's abs. My God. They gave yeah. her like, the most insane like 20 pack of abs I've ever seen in like a, a cartoon <laughs> or a comic book. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and um, for some reason, she's still like the non-intelligent, non-coherent, like yeah, literateish Hulk version of She-Hulk from that one comic we read. So I'm that sucks that that's still happening. Yeah, I know. I thought that was a little that was a little weird to me too. Just like She-Hulk smashed She-Hulk throw car at you and hurt foot. Yeah, that that Ghost Rider car too yeah that ghost rider car is like i don't know that's like trying too hard i think you got to keep it on the motorcycle you know the motorcycle is more practical for ghost riders that ghost rider has a a handicapped brother and he drives him around in the car because he can't ride (laughs) on a motorcycle with him just get one of those vans with the elevator he's like sidecar for him i would assume but then you just wouldn't have a spot oh yeah it's like wheelchair in. like you need the trunk space in the car just retrofit the wheelchair so you just drive up next to it and attach the wheelchair itself and then just start driving. I don't know. And then uh, I have one more note here. Okay. So does being old and sickly affect Logan's hairstyle somehow? Because he doesn't, he no longer has like the Logan Wolverine haircut. It's just like a, like old man gray hair, but it's not like that weird, like flippy on the side, dumb thing that Wolverine's hair uh, It looks like does. horns. Yeah. It looks like horns or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like just a regular um, like head of hair. 
I think just as you get older, I think as you get older, you just start, you stop giving a shit about putting your hair up in a stupid spikes on the side of your head, I I guess. I I don't know. It'd be cool if Old Man (laughs) Logan had like a horseshoe haircut. He's half bald on top. Okay. Oh yeah, it would be. I would like that. Yeah, he does have a good head of hair on him too. That's that's good. Yeah, didn't go bald no or anything. Anywhere, like nowhere. Actually, same with old man Hawkeye. He had a he had a amazing head of hair yeah, on him. Yeah, really nice hair. Yeah, I guess a uh, good good for them. Yeah. That's the real superpower. That, that that superpower is yeah hair. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe the maybe the healing factor keeps the hair from receding. That could be it. Oh. Yeah, that would make sense to me. But I mean, if he's got, <laughs> well, if he's dealing with like radiation cancer from or poison from the adamantium, do you think it would like fall out like whenever he's not shooting up? Well, the the um the hair falls out on cancer patients because of the treatment, not because of the cancer. But so he's maybe going he's just not getting treated, treatment, isn't he? Because isn't Is that he? steroid stuff his treatment basically? I thought I don't know what it's it not is. Chemotherapy, I, I don't therapy, know. but it's I don't, yeah, I don't know the science of it. Yeah, who cares? Um, and then <laughs> one last thing is old man Logan threatened to claw punch Mysterio at one point. And that yeah. may have been the single coolest line I've ever heard from any iteration of Wolverine. Just claw punch. Yeah, that's cool. He needs to say that way more as like an action like catchphrase, like as he's like running up to like stab dudes in the fucking face. He just needs to yell out, claw punch, and do it with, like, an exclamation yeah. point. Like, that'd be awesome. Like, sort claw of, like, in the style of, punch. Yeah, yeah. Like, sort of in the style of, like, the old, like, Adam West Batman show, where, like, when they would punch guys, they would say, like, pow, bam, ouch, yeah, yeah. ooh. Like, just claw punch. And then he just stabs them good. in the face and they die. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd be sure. a fan of that Wolverine. That's the Wolverine you need to make for me, Marvel. Maybe on the next uh, iteration of the X-Men, he'll do that, hopefully. We'll see. Another thing that Logan said was that he doesn't give two squirts, which I think is... Shit. Well, yeah, but I I feel like it's grosser to say squirts. Way grosser, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. But I know you're trying not to use the word shit, but just say shit, it's less gross than squirts. Ugh. (laughs) So... How does Mysterio's powers work in this book? Do you, do you know? I don't. Or in general, he doesn't have powers at all. He just so, uses well, illusions. But he must, at some point in time, develop powers because he's able to like confuse and trick everyone in this entire book. So maybe he does have powers now somehow. I kind of wonder about that after seeing the Spider-Man movie too. They kind of had a more. You know, they kind of explained it a little more, but I, I can't remember if they ever explained it in the comics or the cartoons or anything. I don't know. I was always under the impression that he was just a special effects guy. He got tired of, yeah. like, not winning in life and just decided right. to go bad and use his knowledge of special effects to trick everyone. Yeah, I guess so. But, um... I do like this uh, unstoppable X-Men team that we get in this book that like holds off all of the Hydra guys when they're going for the big final showdown. The team yeah. of Jubilee, Forge, and Gob. Or Glob. Yeah, like, Glob. What a, what a dynamic group that was. And I like how somehow <laughs> when they're in that fight, 
Sin somehow knows who Forge is, like, you know, one of the, like, 38th string X-Men characters who fights maybe once every, like, 17 years shows up for an adventure. Like, how the fuck does Sin have any idea who that guy is and, like, knows him enough to call him by name? Is this power just, like, engineering? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, well, all right. Are you a fan of Forge? I feel like you've talked about Forge before. Yeah. I don't have okay. any feelings one way or the other. He's there. All right, I see. I just had one more note about this book. Uh, we get double the Wolverine because young man Wolverine comes and talks with old man Wolverine. So that was cool. Well, not young man, but like regular well, time frame. Yeah, Wolverine. yeah. Yeah, younger Wolverine. So, I mean, what's better than one Wolverine? Two Wolverines. Yeah. If only that Jimmy Hudson version of him would show up too. Oh right, yeah, that fucking guy, Hulk Vereen. Oh yeah, we need that too. too. I just need yeah. as many Wolverines as I can get. All of them. Yeah. X twenty three Wolverine. Well, no, I actually like that one. Well, it's an it's another Wolverine like though. Good, so I need it's like all of it's them. Like not Wolverine is better than Wolverine. Okay. She's badass and has the foot claws. I just want to see into the Wolverine verse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if only. Yeah. Do you want to hear some reviews? Definitely. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. All right. I just got one review off of Comic Book Roundup. Uh, this one was 6.5. So he says. I tried it. It's better than Death of Wolverine or Return of Wolverine. It's hard not to do better than both, is what he says about those. I'm kind of interested in both those books. How about you? Death of Wolverine and Return? (laughs) Okay, maybe someday. It's not a great story. Like that, he have... That is a weird sentence, too. Like that, he have 12 month of life for 12 issue. Not good. (laughs) That's how it's written. I don't like... Ms. Sinister, but I find her interesting. I, we have the nurse who, who knows Stingray, but not Hawkeye. That make me smile. <laughs> smile emoji. <laughs> and we have more with Forge, so maybe the death will not come for him. And I don't think that even if he succeed to kill Mystery, Red Skull of Banner, <laughs> that they will not be back soon. Their name are too important to stay dead. <laughs> Good lord. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what that last sentence was supposed know. to be. I just, I just picked this one because it's written really stupidly. I don't understand what it means. All right. Anyway, he breaks it down a little farther. Cover. I like it. It's related to his flashback, but not all the book. 1.5 out of 2. Writing. There is some good in it. It's what make me sad about this. Two out of three. Arts. I, appreci- I really appreciate the arts, good layout, and panels. Three out of three. Feeling. Not for me. Sorry, but that didn't succeed to hook me. Zero out of two. So, so there's a breakdown. That, that's so, the only review wait, I got. <laughs> the scoring system okay. that he... Did he just make that up for himself? Or was that like... Yes. Is that how it is? Yes. No, so it's, he, he wrote that. Of, six and a half out of like what? 
out of 10. Okay. And I think he's like breaking down uh, the 10 points a little bit farther. Yeah, if you add up all those numbers, it equals 6.5. So I guess that's how he came up with 6.5 out of 10. He just really Man. breaks it down for you. So, <laughs> so when you read the little line about the heart, <laughs> it did remind me there was actually one like super nice moment at the very end of this. Yeah. Where uh, Old Man Logan finds uh, Yoriko. And yeah. And he's like, oh, I have all this money stashed away somewhere. Just give it to this girl who's going to grow up in 50 years to be the woman I marry in my timeline. Just give it to her to make sure she has a good life. That was actually nice. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Very touching. A moment of decency. Right. Exactly. Well, speaking of touching people, we also read The Boys, Volume 1, The Name of the Game, wherein there is a lot of inappropriate uh, touching and uh, lots of rape and uh, banging hookers and uh, the edgiest shit you can think of. That's The Boys. It's basically Dead Man Wolverine. Except without <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Essentially. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I counted how many times they said cunt in this book. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. My two favorite <laughs> words in the world, fucking and cunt. And they used yeah. it like 38 times at least. It right. was great. <laughs> I cannot recommend this book highly enough for everyone. Read it, cunt. <laughs> yeah, you cunts. Uh, this this book like starts with um, it's like very edgy. So the very first page is a splash page of uh, someone getting curb stomped, and then yeah. <laughs> and then immediately we cut to Negan calling uh, superheroes a cunt. So that was amazing. Um, I didn't know that Negan was a boy, but that dude just looks exactly like Negan to me. I mean, I don't know which one of the time frames. Sooner. I think the boys is probably an older book than Walking Dead. Walking Dead came out it, in like the late 2000s. Yeah. So. Well, Walking Dead was like so 2003, but Negan would be. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. Either one of those. I went to IMDb and checked the boys to see who was playing uh, Negan in in the boys. And it's Carl, or it's shit, Keith Urban, uh, the same dude who was Judge Dredd. That so that's Carl. pretty cool. Keith is the singer. Oh, shit. Car- right. wh- wh- which one am I thinking of? Carl I don't know. Urban's the actor. Keith Urban's the singer. Mary, uh, Nicole Kidman. Fuck. I can't remember. What I, I was new. I was, I was, fuck. I thought, I thought it was the other way around. It's uh, Carl. Yeah, you're right. Carl Urban. All right. My bad. Fuck. I knew I would say the wrong one. He was in, he was in the second Bourne movie. So, I mean, that's cool. Hey, there you go. Yeah. They should have just got the dude the, who plays Negan. That, he's not British. You could do it. Just make him do a stupid British accent, like a poorly done one. I'd be very entertained by that. Carl, I don't think Carl is British. He's like Russian or something. Yeah, he doesn't seem British to me, so I don't think so. Carl with the K doesn't seem like a British name to me either. I hope at some point the butcher picks up a baseball bat covered in uh, barbed wire. I hope that happens sometime. That'd be cool, although. Seems insanely unnecessary for him. Yeah. So anyway, we also got a character called Wee Huey. 
who uh, is from, he's like Scottish, uh, but he was hanging out with his girlfriend and talking about how um, aliens are pink because they're gay. And then his girlfriend says, I love you after this. This really turns her on. I don't know why that's the time she chooses. It's like he's talking about this like dumb bullshit <laughs> about gay aliens. And then she's like, oh, I love you. And then a superhero like crushes her uh, while he's holding her hands that have been torn off in his, in his own. <laughs> you know, he's really fucked. And these superheroes are huge shitheads. And uh, the Butcher and Wee Huey uh, develop or come up with a team to like fuck with them basically is what the premises of this book is. Yeah. They, so. they, that's basically all it is. They keep the actual superheroes in check by making them miserable and beating the shit out of them. It's awesome. Right. Yeah. And right after uh, this dude's girlfriend gets crushed, the cop tells him, fuck off back to America, you cunt. And uh, happy 4th of July, everybody. <laughs> fuck yeah. off back to America, you cunts. Also, we had Captain America uh, uh, show also, up in the they last also book. They do point out that Americans are cons, so. Oh, they constantly talk about it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not incorrect. Well, yeah, sure. USA. But... USA. <laughs> USA. That reminds me, did you hear any fireworks over the 4th? Fucking hate fireworks so much. <laughs> well, yeah, the fireworks yeah, remind but... me of... <laughs> yeah, fireworks. Yeah, these cunts from across <laughs> the uh, neighborhood—they're always putting off fireworks all the fucking time, even on like non Fourth yeah. of July holidays, just because they're fucking idiots. Really? People. Yeah. Fuck them. Oh man! Wow. Well, that sucks. It does. Fireworks are lame, everybody. And for cons, <laughs> yeah, cunt. But what? Well, at least, uh, at least Americans will uh, shut the fuck up in the movie theater and turn off their phones. So that's one plus. Some. <laughs> well, I think most, or they get, or people get shitty with them immediately. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. The butcher has a dog named Terror, and he has the edgiest trick for his dog. He says, <laughs> "Terror." fuck it, and then I'll go fuck another dog or whatever. So that's very edgy. Yeah, that fucking dog is amazing. Yeah, he is a good dog. Oh, and there's a there's a Frenchman. I'm forgetting his name. What's his name? Is it just Frenchie? I think they just call him Frenchie the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also call him a French F-slur, a surrender monkey, and a, and a cheese eater. That's what some other people called them. So take your pick, I guess, what you want to call them. So much intolerance. Yeah. What's a surrender monkey? Well, a French person. Oh. There's also a female who is a boy who they just call the female, but she is also a boy. So it's not all just boys. It's true. She's probably the most badass and terrifying one of all of them. Yeah. She doesn't talk or anything. She just like murders people if they she almost just touch her. Butchers people, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. She like rips some dude's face off and throws it against the window. It's pretty badass. Who else do we have? Mother's Milk is a big black dude, and the first thing you see of him is him drinking coffee, and his mug just says "badass" on it. So that's how you know he's a <laughs> badass. He's kind of he's kind of like Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction, basically. 
the, <laughs> yeah, the bad motherfucker. Bad motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's talk about the initiation for joining the superhero team, the seven. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. Yeah, the their superhero team, you know, much like the Avengers or uh, the Justice League. What are they called? The seven? The seven. Yep. Yeah. So there's this new girl who comes in and her initiation is uh, she has to suck everyone's dicks. <laughs> they just like pull their pants down like Harvey Weinstein and be like, oh, this is your initiation. Like get our dicks suck. Uh, there's a hero called A-Train. And during this time, he's like, you can't stop the A-Train. That was a cool line. He's the one who murdered uh, Baby Huey or Wee Huey's girl in the intro. Right, right, right. That's the one. So yeah, it kind of reminded me of uh, that Dark Side book that we read, that one issue where he's also Harvey oh, Weinstein. With, uh, Grandma, Granny. Yeah, Dennis. yeah, yeah. I guess it's a it's a trend. But they were like way ahead of their time with that. This is way before the Me Too thing happened. So hey, there you go. Yeah. So they're doing that, and then another hero team called the Teenage Kicks were also doing a lot of like weird sexual stuff. Uh, they were playing musical fucks, I guess. They're, they were like just yelling, okay, change rooms, and they go and fuck another hooker. It's like, yeah. oh, jeez. I like, I don't know who the guy was, but there was one of them who was all tied up like to a bed, and he's getting whipped by the one hooker. Oh, And then yeah. you see the other hooker in the back of the room is lubing up a uh, handgun that she is presumably going to be sticking into his asshole for him. Yeah. That dude's hardcore. That's very hardcore. And he also, I wrote down the line he said during this, he said, hurt me, you cunt. Be my punisher. My John yeah, Bernthal yeah. punisher. Be my John Bernthal. Yeah. <laughs> Shove that title. gun up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, they they go to see a movie, and they're watching a movie called Pearl Harbor 2. I wonder what that could be like. <laughs> I don't know. This book is it's very exciting, edgy. <laughs> it's the exciting follow-up to that Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> yeah. Or I assume he has some kind of love interest in that movie, and it's just him and her and their life together. I hope so. I hope so, dude. Fuck. I, I've never seen that movie. Does his character die in it? Because that is a very likely possibility as well. Uh, I haven't seen the movie in many, many years. I don't remember what okay. happened in it. I think I saw it when I was a child. Okay, so... They have a bunch of orgies. Um, so the teenage kicks are also, they're banging all these hookers, but they're also like banging each other and stuff. And then uh, the boys use this as blackmail to the, for them to like out one of their members. Um, so this one dude just comes out as being gay, which is like a really good PR move these days. Uh, but he's like, oh, I have, to, I have to deal with this burden on my own. Um, so I'm going to leave the teenage kicks and uh, don't want it to affect them. It's like these days people would like cheer him on though. Yeah. Very different, different time. And then the uh, teenage kicks eventually catch up with the boys. And uh, well, I guess before that, uh, we Huey, he's given an injection by surprise by the butcher that will give him superpowers. And so when the teenage kicks find them, he discovers that these, you know, his super strength power that he gained by punching this dude who's named the Blarney Cock. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the Blarney name. Cox name, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? But he punches him through the stomach, and a uh, a hamster comes out, so I guess he was putting hamsters up his ass, and then Wee Huey uh, decides to keep the hamster. 
which is a, it's an edgy book. This is a very incredibly edgy book. All right. Do you have any other notes about this book? I, I think that's pretty much it for me. Just all this edgy stuff. I mean, yeah, it was just nonstop. My favorite words ever. And just yeah. fun, stupid, gross shit that appeals to idiots like me. So yeah, I can't recommend it enough. Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch it. You cunts. Um, or sorry, read it. You cunts. And then watch it when it comes out on the show. Whenever. Yeah. Which I, is, I think next you, month. You were going to cut that month. out, you said, but uh, you definitely left that completely in last week's episode. So I no, I cut out most of it. Week. Yeah, but I but had to because actually, that's what led into our next week. So I had to leave it there. I had to leave so some of it there. Actually, next month on the 26th, the same day yeah. as uh, the final season of Orange is the New Black. Or it's this month, July 26th. Same day as the final season of Orange is the New Black. Right. Yeah, so I guess we'll we'll check it out then. But oh, absolutely, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what they're. I, I want to know how edgy the series yeah, is going to be exactly. Bombs, yeah, how many lives. times are they going to say cunt? Well, do you want to hear some reviews about this book? I do. All right. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. You cunt. First review. Yeah, you cunt. <laughs> First review is one star, and it's titled Read Preacher Again Instead. <laughs> then they said, I hated it. Felt like Enos was trying to recapture all the things that worked in Preacher, but in a much less creative way. It ends up being vile in a forced, pandering way, which just ends up being foul and tone-deaf for its own sake. So there you go. Okay, here's another one. One star. Garbage that doesn't even deserve one star. Review goes, The misogyny in this book is unreal. I don't really read Dynamite comics, but... I had bought a bundle around Christmas last year and promptly forgotten about it. I hope the rest of the books aren't as craptastic as this one. I lost a lot of respect for Garth Ennis after reading this, as I had sort of liked Preacher back in the day, and I knew he had a tendency to be over the top with violence and sex. This, however, just struck all the wrong chords and made him sound like a whiny little woman-hating man-child with an anti-American political agenda. <laughs> wow. I like the idea of this comic, but it's been done better by other writers and in a less offensive way. I recommend you purchase Irredeemable by Mark Wade instead. Do you know about this Irredeemable book? No. Yeah, I don't either, but it sounds edgy, what? so I might try it. One new pick there. Yeah. There's a lot of good one-star reviews in here. I'm just going to keep going. Another one is one star. The title is a emoji with like a, you know, emotionless emoji. Was that like the straight, the straight eye? Yeah, the straight, straight line mouth. Yeah, no, straight line mouth with the eyes, the colon eyes. Yeah. Mean spirited. If you're looking for superhero satire, I'd recommend Mark Wade's Irredeemable or Alan Moore's Watchmen instead. I suppose if you want one dimensional antiheroes god modding their way through <laughs> killing thinly disguised mainstream heroes, this series is for you. So I guess, you know, it is for us. And another refer- recommendation for Irredeemable, too. Yeah, so, so I'm absolutely changing my pick to that if, if you didn't already have a pick. <laughs> what did I pick? No, I didn't already have a pick. I was thinking about it, though. Okay, here's another one with more recommendations. This one's two stars, and it's juvenile. 
This says, lurid, juvenile rehash of your basic corrupt superhero story. Depending heavily on extreme sex and violence to carry it, read Watchmen or even Warren Ellis's Stormwatch slash Authority run for a much better take on the genre. If it's a satire, it's not very funny. A lot of, a lot of recommendations for other edgy books, which I found yeah. interesting. And this one wasn't nearly as uh, beloved as Preacher, apparently. No, well, well, I picked the ones like this. This book had a lot of reviews and they were mostly five stars, but I just chose the lower rated ones because there was like, I think there was like over 100 reviews. So that was just a few of the bottom ones. So it was well reviewed overall. What was its rating overall? Uh, It was it was four point something stars. I can't remember the overall rating. It was it was up there out of five out of five on Amazon. Yeah. So it's still up there. So most people like it. I just chose the shitty reviews. Okay. Ready to move on? I am. All right. So for our next segment, we read... Or fuck. Watched? <laughs> for our next segment, we watched Legion Season 3, Episode 1. And let me play that drop. Fuck! These comic book shows! Okay, so Legion, for those of you who don't know, is the greatest show on TV, and um, I have pulled some audio from the trailer for season three, and uh, I definitely did not sweeten it at all, so, uh, you know, this is how the trailer came out. So let me play that for you. I heard he's a savior. I heard he's a prophet. He's a mortal. He's a god. I help people open their minds. We want to kill David. Oh, focus, what's going on? Why do you need a time traveler? It's about saving lives. Starting at nine. Sorry for the wait. You ended the world. Do you surprise someone who can go back in time and warn himself? Don't make me do it! I thought that went together pretty well with that South Park. I mean, sorry, that's how it came out by itself. Definitely not South Park clips in there. Yeah. FX, you did a great job with that trailer. <laughs> so, okay, what did you think about this episode? So, I didn't get any further than like that episode three or four, whatever it was, from season two. That was about yeah. last week. So I, I didn't see the end of season two at all and had no idea how it ended until later on. Like, it was actually earlier today, I watched a video that someone was talking uh-huh. about how season two ended, or it was a review, actually. Yeah. That's all. They were talking about how season two ended with David Heller raping the, the blonde girl. As a full-on villain, I had no idea that that had happened. So going into this, I was super confused about how it was that the Shadow King and the Legion kind of switched places and positions with that stupid like Ten Shield team and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually I I forget the details about that too. I don't remember there being any rape scenes in there. Maybe it was just implied, but I mean, fuck. But yeah, they they eventually sort of flipped the script, so now David is more the bad guy. 
whereas the Shadow King is supposedly supposed to be a good guy, but eh, who the fuck knows? So, right from the very beginning of this, I'm a dude yeah. who loves a good musical number. But okay. that one that they opened up with was weak as fuck, man. That was so uninspired. Like, I'm not going to say it was Lizzie because they had amazing choreography for it, which I'm sure yeah. took everyone, like, infinitely way more time and effort to learn. But, man, it, it didn't look great. Like, it was it was not impressive. Are you talking about the clothing shop scene? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the song was pretty stupid, but I did appreciate the surrealism of it, though. There was one amazing part, though, where, like, right in the peak of the course of the music, the girl... Yeah. Uh, switch. She, yeah. She like adjusts her headphones and like kind of pulls them down for a second, and the beat on the music drops perfectly at that point in time, and then she pulls it back yeah. up and it kicks right back in. I, I love that part. That part was awesome. The way they shoot the show is like really cool. Like I could just watch these characters fucking just meander around and do fucking nothing, uh, because it's shot so well. <laughs> I do. I just I just love the cinematography in the show. It's so much. Like they they do a lot of. Like everything's always very colorful and very interesting and vi- like visually interesting, uh, even if the story can be confusing or stupid at times. Like it's still an absolutely enjoyable thing to watch. Yeah, this this girl, her name is uh, Switch. So I took that as a sign that uh, you need to buy a Switch. What do you think I'm about that? Pretty sure it's more a sign that it's a <laughs> switching of the point of view in the story. Like it's no longer following David Heller as a hero now. He switched over and he's like the enemy. Well, you know, it's like how they say, they tell this uh, this girl, they tell Switch to look for the yellow bus, and then she sees the sign of the yellow bus. Like, this is this is what it is. This is this is your sign. This is the god, or the uh, hey, psychics it, telling you to buy a fucking Switch. Until the Fantastic Four DLC pack does not include one of the <laughs> original Fantastic Four members. That's the only no, way I'm no, the, it. No, the deal was uh, other... clo- Cloak oh. and Dagger, and uh, what is it? Was it Archangel? Moon Knight, no, it was it was a uh, Moon Knight, maybe. Okay, I don't, I don't remember. Okay, well, anyway, I didn't, I didn't write it down because I didn't care. But so, and also this, uh, this, this girl who's a, a time traveler, apparently she's, uh, she's Asian, but in her headphones she's listening to uh, Chinese like time travel propaganda or whatever, and then in the clothing shop she's speaking Japanese to the woman. So I don't know. What, where and is she speak, from exactly? It speaks Spanish as well when she's meeting with yeah. Al-Baruch. And I think he also oh, uses yeah. another language, which I, I wasn't sure what it was. But he speaks to her in two different languages. One of them was Spanish. But yeah, they they in like every single language they could. I, I think the other one was like Arabic or something. I think that's what he was doing. Because uh, he's from Egypt or whatever. So, okay. So this uh, the fake shield team comes to where legion is hiding out and they have like this long stick with a hook to like pull this <laughs> dude out of the frame for some reason and when they pull him like the coffee mug is in midair spinning like a cartoon <laughs> i thought that was a little bit much so two seconds before they do that though this is maybe my favorite part of the whole episode like there's yeah. some random blue flower just sitting on a tree that just like appears for him and he just grabs it and he squeezes yeah. the like a honey type substance into his tea or coffee or whatever he's drinking. And then he takes a sip and then he like leans back. He's got like these cool looking like blue, like Powerade colored 
lines yeah. going all up and down his throat. I thought that was the coolest <laughs> part of the whole entire show. Just that. That was cool. Yeah. Effect. And uh, actually, this this blue they have all this blue shit that Legion is apparently making with his mind or whatever that gets people like fucked up and opens their minds, like they said in the trailer. That reminded me of that blue shit that Butcher injected into Wee Huey and the boys. So I don't know. We have we have a, some uh, tie-in right there. Yeah. Also reminds Pretty me of that cool. blue shit that that one guy Heisenberg used to make. Oh yeah, it's like that guy. That guy was his cook, who was the guy who got the hook. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So, a question about that shield team here: Why are they all like make? So, the carry guy, the the man carry, why is he making like life model decoys for like those are what like Nick Fury always uses in the comic books. Anytime like uh, an enemy is getting close to like killing the real Nick Fury. So the real Nick Fury can never die. He's always got a thousand like Doombot style robots versions of himself everywhere in the world that just get killed. Why is that guy yeah. now making life model decoys of like the the characters from the show? I I I don't know. <laughs> I'm That's not sure really exactly like, what their thing is going on here. I I mean I do like that upgrade that he gave the guy with the must. He gave him a mustache as an upgrade. That was cool of him to do. Yeah. And also they had a there there was a sign for Switch that said don't trust the mustache. So I'm wondering if it's don't trust that guy or don't trust the Shadow King. Hmm. Which mustache oh, I didn't even should you trust? But, I mean, yeah, because yeah. all those life model decoys all have the mustaches too for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, those like weird fucking robot things. Oh man. Yeah, Switch goes and meets up with uh Legion and she goes into this room to wait for Aubrey Plaza to come in and take her there. And this room has like this enormous clock so that you can see her time traveling go by. She just like sits on the floor and like just the clock goes really fast a couple hours. I thought that was really cool too, but like why the fuck do you have this room with a giant clock? Is it just for time travelers? No, uh, that wasn't time traveling, like because she didn't reveal that's what she did at first. I thought it was just showing her just sitting waiting. there passing time waiting yeah that's what i thought it was oh i felt like she was making the time go forward because they said wait like here focusing they told her to like wait here for a minute or whatever until he's ready so well I yeah I but i think she show like how long it took but i think she was just using her powers to just like sit there and make it go faster well, for herself she has to open that like fake door yeah and portal to use her powers and she just sat there that entire time yeah but i think that she did do it herself because they're like, oh, I hope the weight wasn't too bad. And she's like, oh, no, no, it wasn't bad. You know, like implying that, you know, there was, a, there was an implication, okay? They can't refuse because of the implication. Yeah, that implication, <laughs> right? So I, I thought she was using her powers, but yeah, her, her going back in time and going into this, like, she has to like open this door and then jump in it. And then she's in this like weird go back in time place that says like, you know, oh, go two hours back, go three hours back. And then there's like this awesome like time demon that I can't wait to see more of. Uh who's just like creepily walking uh way down the corridor. <laughs> it was great, man. I like that time demon. I can't wait. So, in season 2 where I left off, Shadow King and David first like uh interact with each other and they kind of make a truce. And then Aubrey Plaza's character shows up. She's like, "Hey, once once we get him, are you going to let me go finally?" And I thought Oh, maybe yeah. she was gone from the show, but no, nah, she was in there for like two seconds, just real briefly, just 
to that intro part with the switch. Yeah. So I guess that's good that she's still on it. Yeah, she I think she's she's great in this show. I'm glad she's still there. Yeah, I think this is a strong start for the season. Like I'm very interested because like we keep seeing Legion get like killed somehow. Girl goes back in time to try again and stuff. And I, I really mean, like not, seeing all those. He's not invincible. He can well, die. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can die, but I like the time travel going back and seeing it again. Like I, I like uh, the Shadow King walking around like menacingly in the hallways. It was, it was really good. Uh, they had like a really long shot going through the hallway. I'm a big fan of those long shots. So keep doing that. I, I, I love this show. I was thinking that he was the monster in the time traveling world that was just kind of like trying to catch up to her. I feel like it's something right, so different. This is what he's I never... don't understand about the Shadow King in this, because yeah. he's just walking around in like the real world with everyone, or what we assume yeah. is the real world. We don't know if maybe it's just in one of their heads, but he's confined to the astro plane. So how is it in this show that he's able to just like hang out in what might be Earth? I think it was uh, last season, or maybe the end of first season. They had to like they went on this whole big thing to like find his body, and they did. So that's that's why. They they found his body, so now he can travel in between. Yeah, that must have been season two. He did that. Yeah, yeah. That that's when they when he and David had the interaction. It was to talk about the plan. Like David would help him find his body in exchange yeah. for someone's safety or something. I don't know. Right. So that that's why they found his body. So is Jermaine Clement and uh, Gene Smart are their characters killed off? Or are they no longer on it? Uh, which one were they? The guy from Flight of the Concords. Uh, oh. The that dude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shit, what? was he dead? I think... But I didn't see either of them at all in this episode. I can't remember what they did. They might have like gone to the... No, I think they're still alive, if I remember correctly. They're either still alive or they're living in the astro plane. It's one of those two things, I think. Uh, yeah, I really can't remember about those guys. I liked when um, they made that life model decoy of the, the other member of their team. What's his name? Guy who, like, see your memory or whatever the fuck he does i can't remember his name but yeah they made that was his decoy so, so he's the one who got the mustache and then uh mm-hmm. carrie guy carrie goes i want to i want to test his reflexes before we go and girl carrie just punches him in the face and he falls over and she's just yeah. like, bad and then they cut to the next scene like that <laughs> and yeah that was off. pretty good yeah me too that was, that was a good joke and if, if they're doing this whole thing and like it's now in David Heller's world and his mind and everything. I wonder yeah. if we're going to get Nate Gray, X-Man. Hey, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we're going to get any... I, I'd be happy if we got some scenes of, like, Patrick Stewart shows up. That'd be fucking cool. But probably not. Well, they, they did that little teaser in, like, the first season. I remember when they yeah. had the little wheelchair, just briefly. Yeah, I think they, they also had, like, a drawing of him when they were showing what happened with the shadow king a long time ago it was kind of like a professor x like oh like kind of like a stick figure type thing yeah yeah that's the one so you know uh, that'd be cool but i doubt it hopefully i'm disappointed it's going to be you know last season this show should should just go on forever i think because i like this show a lot yeah it was okay (laughs) are you gonna are you gonna continue watching this show i mean you keep throwing it up there. I'll watch them. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, mean, I, I tried watching season two like all back to back like that, and but like the end of the third one, I was like, oh my god, I can't do this. 
Like it, it, was, <laughs> it was wearing on me. Like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I feel like season three is starting off a little stronger than season two, wouldn't you say? I guess. I, I, I want to see this dumb time travel bullshit to make things even more confusing. It's going to be great. Potentially. Yeah. Anyway, that that anything else about this show? Not that I can think of. All right. I think that's all I had to. I recommend it 100%. Watch it. Uh, watch it every episode. And uh, watch it again and again. Sign a petition to make season four happen. I'm going to start the petition. It's apparently just going to be one signature because apparently I'm the only one who likes this fucking show so much. And I'm going to sign a petition to make them redo the entire third season <laughs> from Hell's perspective only. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I like I like it from others' perspective too. From non-rapist cool. characters' perspective. Oh, so you want to see a rapist perspective? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I had a dumb joke, but I'm not going to make that. Well, let's hear it. I'll cut it. I'll be the bigger man. Yeah, sure you will. <laughs> so I had a couple of uh, ideas for next week. Cloak and Dagger. Have you seen that? Apparently that's a show. I didn't actually hear about I, that. What do you think about that? What? I mention it like almost weekly when we're going through these shows. Really? Oh, well, I forgot. What? Oh, dick. <laughs> do you want to watch that i don't know i mean i think it's also on that like kids channel like uh the runaways is so it might be okay it might be absolute trash kids channel that's hulu that the runaways oh, fuck. Is on. okay yeah i keep forget. i always forget <laughs> so this is the one that's on the kids channel then for sure it's okay. on like abc or uh reform which is like abc family but uh, okay. yeah, I mean, I'll try it out if you want. All right, let's 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 try that one out. Since you want Cloak and Dagger so bad in Ultimate Alliance, Cloak and Dagger DLC, I can't wait for it. Can't wait. So what? Do you just want to try episode one? I guess I think it just came out last year, so it's probably just one no, season. No, let's let's watch the season finale. Okay. Just so we just so we have no idea what the fuck's happening. All right, and we'll try to figure it out. Okay, fine. Season finale. Or no, no, I think there are two seasons of it. Well, let's do season one finale then. Okay. All right. Okay. So, anything else to talk about today? Oh, fuck. Wait, I have something else to talk about today. I have a... The Walking Dead update. Oh, dude, I caught, up on, back. I caught up on Fear the Walking Dead. And Fear the Walking Dead is amazing, dude. It's getting stupid as fuck, but in like an awesome way. Unlike the Walking Dead proper, that's getting just stupid as fuck in stupid ways. Um, so I, I sent you a message about this, but the cowboy dude had a... Had, and by the way, this series is getting very episodic. Like every episode is like a standalone story in this season for some reason. But episode three is all about the cowboy dude going to a cowboy town. And he used to work at a cowboy town like that. So he knows like where all these guns are and shit. And then he runs into Dwight. And, you know, they kind of scuffle a little bit, but then eventually work together. And the zombies come up and they're attacking Dwight. And um, <laughs> Dwight's looking for his wife. So he's in this car he was separated from. And they're like, no, we'll help you. So they kill all the zombies uh, surrounding him in the in the car he's in. Uh, he gets out of the car. He, he has like an injured arm or whatever. And he's carrying this axe, but he's having trouble using it. 
a dead zombie falls on top of him, so he's pinned. And there's only two zombies left coming at him from either side. The cowboy guy's like, ah, one bullet left. And then he says, (laughs) he tells Dwight to hold up the axe. So Dwight holds up this axe, like with his broken arm. And then the cowboy dude unlocks Deadeye, shoots the axe, and the bullet splits and kills two zombies at the same time. (laughs) This is ridiculous, dude. This is amazing. What is that cowboy town, by the way? (laughs) You just mean like it's they're like in a, Texas, or do you mean like it's an old Western, like a, a fake tombstone type of town? It's an old Western town that happens to also be in Texas, so you're right on both of those oh, shit. things. So. <laughs> that was a, a hell of a guess. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> My precog guy kicking in. Yeah, I guess so. So that was fucking awesome. Uh, that cowboy guy is great, dude. They're, they're like really jumping the shark and shit with this. It's awesome. Okay, and then... The next episode was about like this one dude who was in previous episodes, but he's just like living in this warehouse now, and he has trained his cat to distract zombies for him. So he just <laughs> <laughs> so he'll just like whistle, and the cat will like meow and shit, and the zombies will like clumsily chase after it. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, and like shit. he has this cat so well trained, he puts like he's like eating on the table, and he puts like a plate on the table and some cat food on the in the plate. And the cat's, like, not there yet, and then he just knocks on the table, and the cat jumps up and starts eating. Dude, it's crazy. This cat is so well-trained. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess if it's zombie apocalypse, you don't really have anything else to do except be beyond patient with your cat. I guess that is true. So I really enjoyed that. And then the third episode was about um, the journalist girl. Uh, with the dudes from the with the mass, I think they showed up in the first episode. But those dudes in the uh, body that's armor, the girl, that's the one from Lost, right? She was the yeah, yeah, pilot. that's the one. Yes. So it was following her and this uh, person in like the it it ends up being some girl from like a bigger group or whatever. But she's hanging out with uh, this girl, and um, her name is Isabel. Do you know Do you know anyone named Isabel from the comics? Like maybe from that Ohio group. Hmm. I can't. I can't remember I now. I don't remember I, reading that one. It's been a while. Okay, since I read right. that one, so I don't know. All right. Felt like there wasn't Isabel in the comics, so I was wondering if that was a reference. But you know, that's pretty much all they're doing. They're just hanging out, looking for helicopter fuel for this girl to fly away. So there's my Walking Dead update. I just wanted to check in with some of these ridiculous goings on that they're doing. Wait, so you had you'd missed three full episodes? I did, yeah. I just got caught up. I missed two full episodes, yeah. But I caught up last night. It was great. Had a really good time. Sorry to all those people that only tune in for The Walking Dead updates. (laughs) Well, this is Fear the Walking Dead. I think it's less of a market for that. That's the the one people are clamoring for. All right. Anyway. Do you got anything else you want to talk about today? No. You can follow me on the internet at these through the God church. I <laughs> beat you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> all new, all different bitch. <laughs> cunt. All right. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All you cunts follow me on the internet at Donnie. Ohm. Wait, 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 shit. I jumped the shark there. Jumped the gun. What are we doing next week? Besides cloak and dagger. Oh shit. I almost forgot about that. Well, I don't remember the name of that one I'm picking, but I'm picking whatever the fuck that one is that everyone was saying is the better version of the boys. Irredeemable. Irredeemable. All right, let's just go Irredeemable Volume 1. And I want to read Legion, <laughs> Trauma, 
and it's a Legion book from 2018. It's a five issue thing. So we'll check that out because uh, Legion is amazing. We all love Legion. Okay, so follow me on the internet at Donnie M. No, I already did my part. I'm not redoing that. Because <laughs> right, we fine. fucked up. We're keeping that shit in. I'm not redoing this. You lost. All right, fine. All new, all Follow me on the internet. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. Follow us on the internet at Giraffes HBT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank for this uh, amazing music we had. Thank you for that again. Sorry I like you. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. Stay tuned for Spider-Man Far From Home review after this song finishes playing. So see you next week. Spider-Man Far From Home came out, and I saw it. We talked about the movie theater experience. So, I mean, spoiler alert for everyone who hasn't seen the movie yet. We're just going to kind of get right into it. So if you haven't seen it yet, pause it, come back later. So what did you think of this movie? As I said to you before, we were on air. The quality of my video was a little bit impaired um, (laughs) because of, like, there's a weather situation here going on and so sure. it kept buffering and whatnot and um all the cell phones that were going off around me um yeah so there was like a weird rustling noise on my copy of the video from the buffering issues I yeah assume. at the cinema yeah yeah because you know <laughs> that you paid a ticket for unreasonable cunts all around me were uh making a yeah a motion, a calamity or a motion. But yeah, it was so fucking difficult for me to pay any attention to what was happening because <laughs> okay. that noise was nonstop and it yeah. did not like let up at all. It went all throughout the entire version of my copy. Oh um, man, that sucks. So, I, I, yeah, I, I really only paid attention for like the first like half an hour and then like I was, it was just kind of on in the background. Um, I mean, it was okay, I guess. <laughs> okay. Of. Yeah. So this is kind of starting with uh, the blip, is what they're calling it, the Thanos yeah, that snap that took stupid. away half the people. So they like, like the very first thing you see is like a shitty slideshow for their high school news with like Tony Stark and like uh, "I Will Always Love You" song playing. I forget who wrote that one, but um, I thought that was pretty funny because they used they copied. Giraffes have black tongues because I I also heard this sound effect. Yeah, in the fucking thing, yep. assholes, don't steal from me. That's my fucking air horn. But uh, that was pretty cool, though. You know, I guess it's uh, imitation is a form of flattery. Yeah, I, I mean we're we're part of the MCU now, so yeah, the cool. air horn. Yeah, I mean I guess that part's kind of interesting is watching them kind of put shit back together after people just disappeared for five years. Well, all right, so during that little slideshow, it's Tony Stark, they also show Captain America, and then there was someone yeah. else that they showed during that. Who else Black Widow, died? probably. Black Widow, Oh, was it Black I Widow? I think it was, yeah. Okay. But uh, she died, too. In, like, true comic book or, like, episodic TV show form, 
like these two kids doing the like morning announcements for the high school. They basically wrap up everything that has happened in the Marvel movies for the past yeah. like ten years in this little like <laughs> yeah, five minute fuck. like morning announcement clip. They like, perfectly explain why everything is out of place <laughs> and how all the kids from that movie are all still the same age, and only the characters that don't matter in our background characters are the ones that age and are gone now, and that's why yeah. they're all still together and they're all still hanging out together. Like fuck you, Marvel! Yeah. God damn it! What the yeah. laziest fucking thing of all time <laughs> anyone has ever done. And that's coming from me. Right. The people at that school definitely don't need to know why they are at that school. <laughs> I think they know already. I'm sure they're well fucking aware of what happened. You would think. You would think. Yeah. Like, unless like maybe it's like a freshman class and they're like, oh, where'd this this extra like three hundred <laughs> students in our student body come from? Maybe that's why they well, did it. They they called it a blip school. So there was a school just for people who were gone for five years. Like that was the oh. thing. So they're explaining it to people who like literally don't need it explained to them because I'm sure I'm certain they fucking figured it out already. But at least they yeah. used an air horn. <laughs> Get their attention. Was. Yeah. 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 So okay, uh when we were talking about the trailer for this new movie when it came out a couple months ago, I said that I think this is too big of an adventure for Spider-Man. And uh, I still stand by that. I think I was right. I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool to see him like doing this globe trotting shit, but like the stakes are a bit too high, like because you're involving all this dumb Tony Stark bullshit, the, the glasses that control the satellites and everything that Mysterio wanted. Uh, so he could control the satellites to like kill a bunch, like half of Europe or a shitload of Europe or whatever. Uh, so he can be the hero. So go back to like saving Tony Stark shit from getting stolen. Yeah, purse snatchers. I, I I want more of that. Like, give me like the rhinos trying to like rob banks and shit. Like, I just want I just want shit like that. I don't really need all this uh, drone bullshit. And yeah, Mysterio's powers in this are drones that have projectors on them. Um, so that's how. So they kind of explain how it works. Whereas I don't really remember. <laughs> how it works in the comics or anything like that. So that was cool. I don't know. Again, I just, I, it was a lot of, there was like a lot of Tony Stark in this movie for Tony Stark being dead. Yeah. Way, way too much. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. So that part, even, even at one point, uh, Spider-Man is designing a new suit for himself on the Tony Stark plane. And he's just like acting like Tony Stark, which uh, I could do without. Uh, Cause he's like in line to replace Iron Man as, basically what they're saying but i did like mysterio's design i thought that was pretty cool yeah i, th I thought it worked pretty, pretty well for the accurate yeah he still has a stupid fishbowl head that was great oh, yeah, that's so, i love that yeah i mean i love it too it's awesome you gotta have the fucking fishbowl head they, they had a lot of funny moments too i thought the jokes worked pretty well like that's kind of what they've been doing lately with these marvel movies is you know they can be pretty funny so it, it's enjoyable for sure, but I, I definitely liked the first movie better. The first Spider-Man with the vulture like that. I thought that was a lot more of a Spider-Man movie than this one. Like this one, we get a lot of like Nick Fury and stuff and just the fucking Tony Stark stuff. Do you got anything else about this book or fuck about this movie? This is probably the most screen time Maria Hill has had in a single Marvel thing. Okay, yeah, true. Like, she was in this, like, nonstop the entire fucking time. Right. 
Oh shit! And uh, the other one was the I like the teachers a lot. Have you, you have you watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? It's JB Smooth and Martin Starr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember uh, Martin Starr was in the first one. I don't remember JB Smooth being in it. Was he in? No, JB Smooth was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. No, I don't think he was in the first one. But uh, Martin Starr, it was. Wait, was that is that uh, was he it's in Gilfoyle on Silicon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. So I, I liked him in there. Nice. I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was pretty funny in this. JB Smooth was pretty funny too. Uh, but he's the one from Curb Your Enthusiasm, who is uh, Larry David's like black friend who just like moves in to his home uninvited at some point because he's like his brother-in-law for a while. So I liked him a lot too. He's like talking about how like oh, science can explain this. It's witches. You know, he's like saying like dumb shit like that. So I, I kind of enjoyed them. They were funny. Overall, it's an enjoyable movie. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, the first one is just better. The last thing I want to talk about though, is the, in the best thing is the post credit scene. We get to see J Jonah Jameson again, and he is still being played by JK Simmons, which is the absolutely right decision to do, uh, because JK Simmons is the perfect J Jonah Jameson cast him. Fuck it. Just do it. He's like, he's yelling at the camera, like Alex Jones. It's amazing. Just it's, it's great. It ruins all the stupid shit this movie studio has been trying to do to differentiate it from like all the shitty failure Spider-Man movies from whoa, all whoa, the whoa, years whoa, whoa. gone. <laughs> Spider-Man like, with Tobey Maguire was far from a failure, though. No, I, I like that movie, but uh, is he also in the Andrew Garfield ones too? Was he? I don't know. Isn't he? I, let me let me let's which let's take a he, look here. Which one is Hold he on. in? He's in the Tobey Maguire ones. Oh, really? Really? Why do I keep thinking he was in the Garfield ones? Let me let me see if he was. No, yeah, it was just the Tobey Maguire ones. Was J. Jonah Jameson even in the Amazing Spider-Man ones? I thought that's what you were just looking up. Oh, you were just looking I just looked at I just looked at J.K. JK. Simmons. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I kept thinking it was the other ones then. Yeah, the Tobey Maguire ones were good. Yeah, that's that's parts, the J.K. Simmons one. Some of those ones. Well, yeah, I mean the third one was pretty, pretty shitty, good. except for the Sandman. Rest were terrible. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the general consensus, right? Right. Yeah, but no, I just I just like that in the next Spider-Man movie, I want to see more J.K. Simmons. This is the absolutely right thing to do. You can't find a more perfect J. Jonah Jameson. Dennis Farina. Body yeah, I don't know why double. I don't know why you're on about I don't know why you're on about this have Dennis ever, Farina thing. Have you never seen this man? Yes. I've seen he him. He looked exactly like him from the comic books and like the animated series. He was a fucking stand in body double, basically. When? He but he's never even he's never been involved with it at all. No, like, where does this idea him. come from? He look his body. <laughs> that is the only thing I give a shit, is he looks exactly like the fucking made up cartoon character. He is a human version of that character, is what I'm saying. Well, except for J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons looks Actually, nothing like <laughs> okay. Jonah Jameson in any iteration of jo- Jonah Jameson. Oh, you need except to, for the live-action movies. Yeah, you need to watch that live-action movie again, because it was perfect. Yeah. That is the only thing he looks like Jonah Jameson. Jonah Jameson should look like Jonah Jameson from the fucking comics, and that is what Dennis Farina would have done. But he's dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, what can we do there? Bring him back from the dead then, I guess. And we'll, we'll see how it goes. They do it with that 
Fast and Furious movie guy. Oh, really? With oh, uh, yeah. fucking Paul Walker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bring him back for like every Fast and the Furious movie since he died. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't watched those movies in a long what? time. Stuck up on your uh, no. Fast and Furious franchise, bro. No, I should. I hear the later ones are really good, but like, I think oh, I stopped after two because they were like really shitty. Furious. They're all good. No, they're not. Car chasing and like the rocks, muscles and dick and fucking. Oh, they have a dick in there. Whoa. I'll see some rock dick, rock hard dick. Okay. But anyway, back to JK Simmons, JK Simmons is older now. So he is, he does have that horseshoe hairstyle. He's balding. So that's a new take on balding ish. Yeah. But I feel like he had hair in those older movies, but now it's like kind of just receded back. And, uh, you know, no wig or anything. So J. Jonah Jameson is a bald man now. But I'm still happy that he's back. And then the very last post credit scene was uh, the Scrolls came back. They were disguised as Nick Fury and Hill as well. Uh, because Nick Fury was on vacation in some spaceship. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. But so that Nick Fury in there was not the real one, apparently. Oh, so Maria Hill was also a scroll? Right. Yeah, she was also a scroll. Shit, so I don't know why they would do that if they're like, if they had said that during phase, whatever the fuck phase this is, they're not going to do like a Four. giant like crossover type of thing like they did for this other one. So if you're not going to do that, why are you teasing at like a, a secret invasion storyline? Well, it's not that a secret. Make sense. Nick Fury knows that he, Nick Fury like asked them to stand in for him apparently. Wait, what? So he can go on vacation. Yeah. I guess just watch Captain Marvel because they like developed a relationship in that movie. That's that's where it came from. That's dumb. Well, yeah. <laughs> now the 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 scrolls are an oppressed people. That's why they were acting out, and now they're good. Now they're good. Now. Anything else about Spider Man? I think that's all I got. Um. Yeah, I I really don't have notes on it. Okay. Pay close <laughs> well, enough attention. Yeah. So make sure you go to a rich person movie theater if you're in China and you'll have a more enjoyable experience than Dave did. Definitely. Yeah. Fuck the poor. They ruined my movie going experiences. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cunts. <laughs> I'm going to set a podcast world record here tonight by, or this morning, by using cunts Ooh, the yeah. most times ever. I, got a, I have That's no idea, idea if this is a, a record number or what the actual number is that i need to break but just in case yeah. real quick cunt 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 that's my asmr cunting asmr you have to get close to the microphone and whisper it that's what you gotta do that wasn't a whisper okay there you go all right, we'll count cunt, how many cunt, times we said cunt, 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 cunt. This is like our Django Unchained, basically. Cunt, yeah, cunt, yeah. cunt, 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 engine. <laughs> N-word. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to throw that one in there. You, you could say it. I'll cut it out. Oh, all right, bro. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to count how many times we said cunt this episode. And just, just put it whatever in that number is, whatever the number is, just make that the title. Okay. Oh, okay. Good idea. All right. Unless 
Like, will they let you use cunt if you, like, put a, like, asterisk in the ends place? We'll, we'll find out. I'll Don't try do it, it over the vowel. I hate that. Fuck that. Okay. That is for cunt. What should I do? It over the Put it T? over a consonant. Put it over the N, because that's in the middle of the word. And stupid. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll try it out then. Or just see if they'll let you use cunt. Actual cunt. Yeah, maybe it's cool. It's cool in, like, other countries, so it should be yeah. alright. It's like, it's like a common phrase in, like, Australia. Right. It's like, body. It's in their, it's in, it's in their national anthem. Tiger. Yeah. Cunt. Mate. Cunt. Good night.